0: The universe is so huge why should we stay on earth if we think it more economically it is about the resources in space there are many minerals that are very precious comparing to earth now when we are thinking about the global supply chain right now what's something that truly people cannot duplicate so if you talk about like semiconductor manufacturing yeah of course people can duplicate this technology it's just a matter of time but what's truly something that you cannot duplicate is about the natural resources like the oils like some minerals that other countries doesn't have, but in fact, in the universe, there are plenty of them. If you can explore space with an efficient way, then the people can obtain those resources from space uh, pretty frequently, then this kind of uh, balance or supply chain could be break, and you can build anything without limitation of the natural resources. And this is a very huge market for global supply chain <music> This is Startup Island Taiwan, the channel all about cutting-edge technology, influential global tech players, and Taiwan.
1: Hello and welcome back to Startup Island Taiwan, the podcast all about the latest news and trends involving startup and other innovation enterprise in Taiwan. I'm your host, Yuli. Today, we're having Thomas Yan, the CEO of Tencent Tech. Tencent Tech developing reactions federal, a groundbreaking Sophero Motor technology for satellite attitude control systems. With reaction, Sofero people can replace their motors with only one. The patent technology enables spacecraft to conduct more power-intensive operation and carry more payloads. Tencent Tech provides their customer with a full stack service for the ADCS, from mission design, the delivery of component or assistance to integration support. They are not only a key subsistence supplier, but also a consulting team for their customer along their space journey. So welcome, Thomas. Hi, thank you for the invitation, Yuli. So first question, what's TensorTech Tech try to do? What's your mission or idea in the very beginning?
0: So TensorTech Tech focus on delivering a spacecraft uh, solutions for the motion control. Basically, it's controlling its rotation in X, Y, Z axis, or even further to do the motion control in the X axis, Y axis, or Z axis. And then we have some components for enabling the users to do so, or we deliver the total solution, the whole system, to facilitating the user to control their spacecrafts. But why you want to start this company? Because space is very cool,
1: let's say, field, and it's, it's very interesting places to go. But why you want to start this company in the very beginning?
0: Yeah, so in the very beginning, I was, unlike other space industry entrepreneurs, they are very fascinated on the space domain in the very early ages. So I was just very fascinated on the engineering itself. So solving a difficult problem is what I dream of. And what I feel uh, very satisfied with. So in the beginning that we focus on space is because it's a difficult domain. And then so I wanted to devote my time to provide and then to deliver some solution that can be helpful for people who are building spacecrafts. Okay, so it's like you pick the most difficult places to go. Yeah, and also it's full of uh, imaginations in this industry, which is very attractive to me.
1: Um, So I just go through your website and in your website you talk about so many specific terms and which for our audience, they probably will be confused. So could you please try to explain more about your product, your services, what kind of benefit you bring for
0: your customers? Yeah. so in the very beginning of our company that we only have one product, that's called a Reaction Sphere. And so it's actually a kind of control moment gyro. But uh, unlike the traditional control moment gyro, there is driven by two or three motors. What we do is use a spherical motor technology to drive this control moment gyro. So we can make the, a spacecraft to control its uh, rotational angle uh, in three axes with just only one motor. It can reduce the volume and the weight and also the power consumption of the motion control system of the spacecraft. So it makes the satellite to have more volume and then the power budget for their payloads, which increase the value of the customer's mission. And then later on, that our company gradually developing our uh, total solution, the full attitude control system. That, of course, the reaction sphere is one of the key components, but we also develop other attitude sensors that senses the angle of the spacecraft for the user, and also the control algorithm, then the angle determination algorithms for the user. Now our company is dedicated on the motion control itself and then to help the people to deploy their constellation of satellites or to help people to avoid like the space debris or just to make the pointing control of their payloads. Yeah, that's basically how motion control is essential to the spacecrafts.
1: But why satellite minimization matters? I mean, the space is so big, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. how about
0: just have a very big one? I mean, what is the benefit if we make the satellite smaller? The spacecraft motion control is what our company's core business is, but comparing to our uh, competitors, minimization is separate us apart. So our uh, motion control system has the same performance with our competitors, but our size is smaller. Weight is lighter, and then also the power consumption is smaller. So why does that matter? Because we have to deliver the spacecraft to the space, and it costs fuels, and you have to use rockets to do so. And then the fuels is equivalent to the cost. So people are trying to uh, minimize this cost by making their spacecraft smaller, but with the same performance. And then because now people are building spacecraft on Earth, they are not building spacecraft on space. Perhaps in the future, when people are building spacecraft in the space, this will change. But right now, since people are still building satellites on Earth, so the minimization of spacecraft become very essential. I read about some article Future you in Taiwan's media. They mentioned
1: about you job out your school and then start this company. Why you make this decision? I mean, what happened during that period?
0: Uh, at that time, I was just purely doing the research about uh, reactions of fear and then the spacecraft motion control. It's about like five years ago or three? It's, uh, three years ago. Wow. Still very young. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, this research was started, initiated in, uh, six years ago. At that time, me and my partners, my co-founders that we spent around three years. Uh, in a laboratory. We were students in a laboratory and researching on the reaction sphere and spacecraft motion control. And there happens to a opportunity that our laboratory is helping the National Space Organization of Taiwan to build the motion control motors for the satellites for the national missions. So that's how we get in touch with this amazing industry. So after three years of research that we found that what we are doing, if it's just making some publications or just to support some national mission, we cannot really bring many changes to this industry. Yeah, so we think since we are doing engineering, that we have to make our research become some sort of products and then to make people be able to buy it. And then with a stable quality, so that we can really make some impact on this industry. Yeah, so that's why we start up TensorTech. We just wanted to make our invention to be available to the market. And keep innovating to make people be able to explore the space with more efficient and then a less uh, budget-consuming way. Can you tell a little bit
1: about like where did you sell to right now? I mean, only in Taiwan, or you already have clients like in Europe or in the States? Yeah, just give a roughly idea like what kind of the customer you have right now.
0: In Taiwan, they do have some needs on the uh, satellite industry, but that's majorly for supporting the national missions. So the market in Taiwan is not that big, and also it's not the major income of our company. So our major market right now is in Europe. There are commercial companies in Europe. They could buy the system, or some people, they just buy the components to build their own motion control system. But we also have some U.S. customers, and they are also the commercial company, uh, research institutes as well. Just a quick question about my mind. So you start from the key
1: component design and produce, then go into the whole system supplier. It's because there's some market opportunity over there, or is there any is there a supply chain about this industry already in Taiwan? What inspired you to start from
0: the key component design and then move to doing the whole system? Uh, the reason why we wanted to move our attention from the component to the subsystem. It's because that the quantity of the space industry will must be uh, smaller than the traditional manufacturing industry. In the traditional manufacturing industry, people build uh, several thousands of pieces per order. But in the space industry, if the customer order 10 pieces, or even uh, 20 pieces, that would be a huge quantity. So when we are doing space industry, we got to make the price to be higher, to increase the value of our own products. Yeah, so I believe there are two uh, strategies. The first one is to develop a key component, something that only you have, or uh, something that's not many people can build it, so the price will be higher. And then the second strategy is to build a system to help the customers to take care of more problems. And then to integrate everything into one box or one uh, products. So the customer wanted to pay more than the components. That's what TensorTech score as well. We have uh, key components and also we build the systems.
1: So Taiwan is very good in manufacturing. No matter it's like giant machine or like, um, semiconductor like chips. Did you find any ecosystem partner in Taiwan who's your supplier, your vendor or? anything happening in Taiwan right now in this industry?
0: I think the supply chain issue is the major reason why we want to do this in Taiwan. Because, for example, we have some competitors in, in the US or in the Europe, and they even have their own uh, workshop, and they have to purchase their own uh, CNC machine, uh, their PCB production machine by themselves and um, it makes the cost to be higher. Uh, But in Taiwan, we are easier to locate the supply chain or the partners who can help us build the PCB assembly board or help us to manufacture doing the milling machine, doing the CNC parts for our mechanical components. Yeah, everything is around Taipei or like Xinju. Actually, right now, in the whole Taiwan, they oh. have our suppliers. Because sometimes we are looking for uh, the best. Okay. Yeah, we always wanted to let the supplier deliver something they have the best. Cool. So each supplier, they have different advantage and disadvantage. Something they are good at and something they are not good at. So we will pick what they are good at to let them to build for us. So our company major, we only do the design and then also partial assembly and then also do the qualification testings, prior we ship our sensors or components to our customers. Yeah, we also have to do in-house calibration by ourselves, but the manufacturing is all take care by our suppliers. Yeah, so we talk about some supply chain. It's very good to set up a supply chain in Taiwan. So could you talk about more about this? Sure. For example, our company is based in Taipei, which is the lowest part of Taiwan. And we have some suppliers in Kaohsiung, which is in the southern part of Taiwan. And then those factories in Kaohsiung, they are actually pretty short in terms of traveling time for us. That's only less than two hours of traveling time that we can visit their factory and then to regularly check the quality of their products and even to discuss with them how they should inspect our goods. And then all those uh, manufacturers, they are actually the top tiers in the global supply chain actually. They, they manufacture like a semiconductor manufacturing equipment for some uh, world-class leading companies. And so we think their quality is very good compared to what we can find in the rest of the world. And then also we have some suppliers in the middle part of Taiwan as well. And then they have different strengths comparing to the one in the northern part of Taiwan or in the southern part of Taiwan. Some of them, they are good at doing the heat treatment of the metals. And some of them, they are good at doing the mold uh, injections of the parts. So I think in Taiwan, yeah, basically, uh, what I can imagine, they can build it. So I think it's pretty good to have a research and a manufacturing center in Taiwan. You can hire some experts or engineers who has experiences in manufacturing, and then they can communicate with those factories quite frequently. And then they can uh, take care of the quality issue for your space missions. Yeah, you can get feedback just in time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think what space industry is facing difficulty right now is that they are good at building like uh, one or two spacecraft that has uh, good quality and perform well, but they have to duplicate those satellites like a hundred pieces. And then this is a piece of cake for the (laughs) supply chain here in Taiwan. Especially in Taiwan. Yeah, they have the mass production capability. So that's why TensorTech believes that in the long term that we will keep maintaining our R&D center in Taiwan and the manufacturing center in Taiwan. But we have to go to the international market to find customers. That's of course our BD office or sales office has to be in the US or in the Europe. So that's what I see in Taiwan's local supply chain. So it seems like Taiwan have a very strong
1: capability to manufacturing the satellite for the space industry. So why we need so
0: many satellite? Uh, SpaceX is definitely one of the game changer of the industry because they complete the infrastructure of how we send satellite to space. You know, before that, if you want to send something to space, you have to wait for several years and then you have to cost millions of U.S. dollars. But right now, because SpaceX has uh, fulfilled the infrastructure, and also Starlink has demonstrated the potential of space, that you can place thousands of communication satellites and to deliver communication to the ground. So communication is, of course, one of the first things that people can generate money from space, because you provide Internet to places where the Internet infrastructure originally was not that mature. They are actually, I think, 40% of the people on Earth that does not have a uh, internet connectivity. And also, there are places where the infrastructure is less mature because the density of population is less compared to the urban areas. So, satellite can be a compensation to those ground-based uh, internet infrastructure. It, of course, is a very huge market because now everything is relying on internet.
1: Yeah, we, we see Elon Musk do a lot during the war in Russia and Ukraine, so helping the communication industry um, make them become more stronger. But can we do more in the space? I mean, this is so huge. What can we do more?
0: What's your imagination about the whole space? So people usually, especially people who are doing the VCs, uh, doing the fund management, they will think that uh, space industry is a subset of uh, communication industry. But in fact, in my imagination that I think space, uh, communication is only the first application of space industry. I mean, the commercial space industry. Actually, there are many people, they are doing the in-space mining in the space industry. They are doing in-space manufacturing. Or like SpaceX, actually their major goal is not to deliver a communication satellite. Their main goal is to occupy Mars. And then also <laughs> their Artemis mission in the US, they try to build some infrastructure in the Moon. And why people should do it? One of the thinking patterns is the universe is so huge, why should we stay on Earth? If we think it more economically, it is about the resources in space. There are many minerals that are very precious comparing to Earth. Now, when we are thinking about the global supply chain right now, what's something that truly people cannot duplicate? So if you talk about like semiconductor manufacturing, yeah, of course, people can duplicate this technology. It's just a matter of time. But what's truly something that you cannot duplicate is about the natural resources like the oils, like some minerals that other countries don't have. But in fact, in the universe, there are plenty of them. If you can explore space with an efficient way, then the people can obtain those resources from space uh, pretty frequently. Then this kind of uh, balance of supply chain could be break. And you can build anything without limitation of the natural resources. And this is a very huge market for global supply chain
1: wow this is amazing you bring me into the star trek (laughs) so (laughs) i'm thinking about yeah i can bring my wife go to the moon to have a like new honeymoon which is in the space and of course for the whole world a little bit more resource we can discover and we can think about all kind of possibility if we have more satellite or if we have a lot of very good product in the space industry yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we are coming up to the end of the time here on the podcast. Thank you for joining the chat today. Thomas, do you have anything you want to bring to our audience or show our audience?
0: Yeah, I would like to continue on the discussion about the future of the space industry. I think that uh, we talk about the connectivity delivered by satellite and then also the uh, in-space mining of the natural resources. But I think the next step would be when people are keep digging those uh, natural resources in space, then there got to be some people there. When there are people living there to dig those natural resources, they will become a village and they will become a community. And so when people are gathering around in space, it would be something like uh, when hundreds of years ago, when there are some European people come to the United States, this land, and then there's uh, not that much uh, population there. And then there might be a new United States, maybe in Mars. There could be a new country there in the space. That's what I imagine for how human will utilize the space resources and how human can achieve in this huge universe. Yeah, based on your help, I think we will be the new world. Thank so you.
1: thanks again for tuning into today's show. We will see you next week on Starbile in Taiwan.